heart I seek you. Let me not wander from the commandment. I stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord, who sees that heart. Dear God, we thank you for our time together this morning. I pray that we would have a wonderful time in worshiping you while we store up your word and listen to your word. I pray that you would check in our minds and that you would check in our hearts towards it and that you would be with us. So, this morning we come to our conclusion on this February 6, 2022. We come to our conclusion of our time in the epistle of First Peter. I want to make mention to you a few stats just so you know how you spent your time and where we have gone over the course of our time in First Peter. You have now listened to 45 sermons on the book of First Peter, with five chapters, so you do the math, there's nine sermons per chapter. That seems, from my vantage point, fairly even-handed. I was pleased to see that. I thought there was going to be really lopsidedness somewhere, but thankfully there wasn't. 45 sermons on the five chapters. We've sat, as the Lord has faithfully served all of us underneath First Peter for one year, and two months. As a congregation, as a new congregation, we sat, we listened, we learned, we grew, we sat, we applied, and grown. 26 hours of your time over the course of one year and two months, 26 hours. Again, today is June, July, June, July. I'm not looking at that one as a big time for the day. But again, June is not the end of the day. Think of the fourth time in our life we've seen this tour. I do want to mention to you again as we conclude, and it's wonderful to continue reading as we open and reading some more today, that is here, where we have grown so much, we have learned, we have thought, we push and suffer as we work our way through each and every topic to a fast track closing or a closing. I want to make mention, and I'll jump right into reading and reading for the age today to our for the work of the You'll notice you speak of uh, the last few weeks we talked of the, the blows, the blows there in chapter 5, where Peter warns us about Satan and how he pulls us out of You'll notice that each and every time we speak of this kind of unholy alliance where we're up against sin and temptation. When we think of it in, in three forms, I want you to notice this, and I just said today as I jumped to reading, because you'll see it laid out in first Peter exactly as well. It's not just a category of words that hang in, in, in night, but it's ultimately the way Scripture warns us to walk as children. Be mindful, sober-mindedness. Um, and if you remember from the world, your own flesh tempts us. These, as we're called and we're formed, strong at the time of Reformation, as in Reformation, and by your free choice, your free will. As we walk, 1 Peter, he describes it 
and hope are in God. Having purified your soul by your obedience to the truth for a sincere brotherly love, love one another earnestly from a pure heart. Since you've been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and abiding Word of God. For all flesh is like grass, and all is full like a flower. Grass withers, and the flower falls. But the Word of the Lord remains there. And this Word is the good news. To put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander, like newborn infants, long for the pure spiritual milk that by it you may grow up to salvation. If indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. As you come to him, a living stone, rejected by men, but in the sight of God, chosen. You yourselves, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it stands in Scripture. Behold, I am laying in Zion a stone, a cornerstone, chosen and precious, and whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. So the honor is for you who believe. But for those who do not believe, the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. And the stone is stumbling and rock of the house. They stumble because they disobey the word as they were destined You are a chosen race, a royal people, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellences of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy, beloved. I urge you, as sojourners and exiles, abstain from the passions of the flesh, which wage war against your soul. Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable, so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. Be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it be to the emperor as supreme or to governors as set by him to punish those who do evil and to praise those who do good. For this is the will of God, that by doing good, you should put the silence in ignorance Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as servants of God. Honor 
everyone. Love the brother. Fear God. Honor the Emperor. Servants, be subject to your masters with all respect. Not only to be good and gentle, but also to be unkind. For this is the greatest thing when mindful of God, one endures sorrow while suffering injustice. For what credit is it if when you sin and are beaten for it, you endure? But if when you do good and suffer for it, and you endure, this is the greatest thing in the sight of God. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example, so that you might follow in his steps. He committed no sin. Neither was his feet found in small. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but continued entrusting himself to him who judges justice. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his means, you have been healed. For you are straying like sheep. But have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your soul. Likewise, wives, be subject to your own husbands, so that even if some do not obey the word, they may be won without a word by the conduct of their wives. If when they see your respectful and pure conduct, do not let your adorning be external, the, the braiding of hair, or the wearing of gold, or the putting on of clothing. But let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart, with the imperishability of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. For this is how the holy women who in God used to adorn themselves by submitting to their husbands as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord. And you are her children if you do good and do not fear anything that you see. Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman. Since they are heirs with you of the grace of life, so that the prayers may not be hindered. Finally, all of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a, a tender heart, and a humble mind. Do not repay evil for evil or reviling for reviling. But on the contrary, bless. For to this 
you were called, that you may obtain a blessing. For whoever desires to love life and see good days, let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and its ears are open to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who believe. Now, who is there to harm you if you are zealous for what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness' sake, you will be blessed. Have no fear of that. Nor be troubled. But in your heart, regard Christ the Lord as holy. Always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for the reason of the hope that is within you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect, having a good conscience, so that when you are slain, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if that could be God's will, than for doing evil. For Christ also suffered once for sin, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the Spirit. Which he went and proclaimed to the spirits in prison. Because they formerly did not obey. When God's patience waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was being prepared, in which a few, that is, eight persons, were brought safely through the water. Baptism, which corresponds to this. Now, not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels, authorities, and powers, having been subjected to him. Since, therefore, Christ suffered in the flesh, arm yourself with the same way of thinking. For whoever had suffered in the flesh had ceased from sin, so as to live for the rest of his time in the flesh, no longer for human passions, but for the will of God. The time that is suffices for doing what the Gentiles want to do, living in sensuality, passion, drunkenness, orgies, drinking parties, lawless idolatry. With respect to this, they are surprised when you do not join them in the same flood of debauchery, and they malign you. But they will give an account to him who is ready to
Because this is why the gospel was preached, even to those who are dead. That though judged in the flesh the way people are, they might live in the spirit the way God is. The end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be self-controlled, sober-minded for the sake of the faith. Above all, be loving one another earnestly. Since love covers a multitude of sins, so hospitality to one another without grumbling. As you have received a gift, use it to serve one another. As good stewards of God's very grace. Whoever speaks as one who speaks forth with the saints. Whoever serves as one who serves by the strength of God's power. Nor that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice. So far as you share in Christ's suffering, that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. If you are insulted for the name of Christ, you are blessed, because the Spirit's glory in God rests upon you. Let none of you suffer as a murderer, or as a thief, or an evildoer, or as a meddler. Yet if anyone suffers, as a Christian, let him not be ashamed of it. Let him glorify God in that. For it is time for judgment to begin at the household of God. And if it begins with us, what will be the outcome for those who do not obey the gospel? And if the righteous is scarcely saved, what will become of the ungodly and the sinner? Therefore, let those who suffer according to God's will entrust their souls to a faithful creator while doing So I exhort the elders among you, as a fellow elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, well as a partaker in the glory that is going to be revealed. Shepherd the flock of God that is among you. Exercising oversight, not under compulsion, but willing that God would have you. Not for shameful gain, but eagerly. Not domineering over those in your charge, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive Likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. Clothe yourself, all things, with humility toward one another. For God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time, 
together like this. And then after you have suffered a little while, the God has all things. He has called to his eternal glory will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and Like Sylvanus, Satan's brother, as I regard him, I have written briefly exhorting and declaring that this is the true grace of God. Heaven's bound. He who is at Adam, who is likewise Sylvanus, and Jesus, and so does Adam. Thank you. 